Welcome to the anti-Christmas bad therapy special. Cheers. And you can see there's anger in my soul. She's a bit, she's a little bit angry. Uh, Explain that. Let's just get right into it. We're going to get right into it because it's the 21st. We're here to talk about Christmas. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not Ebenezer Scrooge. Everyone's going to come. She's the Grinch this year. Everyone's going to come at me like she's the fucking Grinch. She is. That's okay. I like the Grinch. I love the idea of Christmas. Like family getting together, having food, love, being shared. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about it. Yeah. I cannot stand how consumerism mindset everyone gets in for Christmas. It's like you go hyperdrive for buying shit ordering i mean i had like 10 i'm not kidding i opened my door this morning and my jaw hit the floor like covered in amazon packages yeah that's my life every day <laughs> she's like that doesn't sound that crazy I'm to like, me oh. so whoa <laughs> get this consumerism mindset and i think like yeah. nobody pays attention to the fact like how stressful it is how yeah. overwhelming it is when expensive you, expensive when you get older you're not a kid anymore right you're not just like expecting oh well, of course when you're a kid it's like gifts are given yeah it's the best holiday of the year like families together yeah like you're receiving and mommy like Santa and daddy comes. aren't fighting yeah. yeah mom and dad are still together oh my god like <laughs> mommy's not hammered like it's a yeah, good day yeah. when you get older and you take on the responsibility of being the caregiver yeah. and being the responsible party even if you don't have kids like no wonder our parents were miserable (laughs) well the holidays are a really stressful time for a lot of families like totally for me it's like it's expensive and you were saying something earlier like buying gifts for not only like your family but then like your friends your coworkers, coworkers. people you haven't talked to in a year that you still feel obligated like your second cousin twice removed yeah i got you a pencil and then (laughs) you're obligated <laughs> to, to get them to return and it's not like for people like me and i'm sure you understand too it's like my love language is acts of service i it love is. giving gifts doing things for people making people feel good yeah it's like what keeps me going right but when you're bombarded with ten thousand people to buy for and you feel the pressure of like is this a good gift did i do enough you had like a breakdown the other night what like what stemmed that was it just the pressure of shopping was it being like at the mall like what well full-on crisis mode yeah which it wasn't pretty i'm like in the walgreens parking lot like <laughs> screaming the old man in my car next to me he's, <laughs> he's like no i'm not kidding he was like bombastic side-eyeing me like <laughs> why were I'm you like, screaming ah! oh crying oh sobbing yeah because i was <laughs> and it sounds so ridiculous because i was so overwhelmed because no but i saw you that day and you were definitely very overwhelmed i'll talk to you a few times throughout the day too and i could tell i can always tell with you because usually like you do get overwhelmed but you always have a lot going on so it's always like justified right um but that day i could just like tell and then you text me you're like i'm literally crying right i had now. like dark circles under my eyes like yeah. and i felt guilty about feeling like that but let's be real like i am not even close to being the only person who feels like that i'll be honest madison i haven't gotten shit for anyone yet like i will not let myself stress out about it until the absolute last second because that's just like if something's gonna stress me out and yeah. this is not a good thing procrastinate it i'm just gonna put it off because like if i'm not thinking about it now it's not bothering me until well, i have to think about it and see for me it's like if i if it's not done it, it eats will away me. at me every second of every day like, that's where we're so different. i can't get anything done it's yeah. like it's a tick which is like a good thing honestly i mean it's a good thing and a bad thing right because i will like it's very hard for me to complete a task like 
I'll be like doing one thing and I'm like, what about that thing? But then like, what about the other thing? And then I'm just spinning around. Have you ever gone to a doctor? To a doctor? ADHD, baby. Do you have diagnosed? I certainly have ADHD. Because that's like such a huge sign. A sidetrack moment. When I was a kid, they were like, told my mom. Because I used to like have outbursts in class like all the (laughs) time. No. No way. (laughs) Like your daughter should be on Adderall. And of course, my mom was like, fuck you. Fuck this whole practice. I'm burning it to the ground. It's funny. My mom, they also thought that about me. Or or it wasn't that. But I had a really hard time focusing. I would distract the class. And my mom was like, because at the time she thought that that was just like the quick fix for all children. So she didn't want me. She's like, no, she's fine. That's just what you do to everyone. But I, as I've gotten older, I'm like, I have so many Could've signs <laughs> of undiagnosed ADHD or totally. ADD, even um, with this podcast, something that's been kind of a stressor for me because recently I was told from someone higher up of me, stop talking over people that I yeah. talk over people, but it's something that I know about myself because I just like, you'll be talking and like, I have a thought pop into my head and I know it comes across so rude, You're but like, it's, it's really, time. it's really just me trying to communicate or like I, I but the thing is is like, like okay just table the thought by the time you get done the thought's gone totally and you, know? you can't then you can't finish it and then it's gone I'm the Which, same way debatably is it that important if it's if it's gone that quickly but no but i totally get it and like the only thing that's t- stopped me from doing that is having clients because like i don't you cut off my clients yeah. yeah so to get back on track yeah adhd christmas <laughs> as we're uh, talking about ADHD, ADHD <laughs> podcast <laughs> we're just like off track like literally time. talking about like three squirrels <laughs> in the forest like I think ADHD Christmas or Christmas in general, like especially for the women, the caregivers, the moms. <laughs> Do you know you just said ADHD Christmas? What? <laughs> <laughs> what well, did you mean to say? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Christmas in general, <laughs> the moms, the caregivers, mm-hmm. obviously I don't want to put anyone in a box, but it feels like for the most part, Women. The woman of the household is solely responsible. Have you seen those TikToks where the mother like has nothing in her stocking on Christmas morning? Yeah. Because she gets the, the husband and all the kids. The kid literally goes, no, that's an extra. Oh, I know. God. But it's not the kid's fault, I right? I would straight throw hands with my man. On the husband. 100% on the what husband. The, like, what are they? Are they useless? What is the point of well, a man? Well, that's why you don't marry one that... I mean, it like know, acts like you that. know by the time you get married if yeah. they're gonna act like that yeah, or not yeah. so very true you know that's kind of on that you is, but i would never ever 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 be okay with that my man would be so six feet under the ground well it's just like it's, it's a, not about the gifts it's, it's a about care. it's like give a shit well and that's the whole it's fucking crazy point of what i'm talking about here is like you want to show people you care about them mm-hmm. but the pressure to perform and to wow i hope they like it and yeah and you literally go broke i mean i have spent yeah and like now that I'm in a relationship, it's all—it's not just me anymore. It's his family, my family, your family, mm-hmm. their family, mm-hmm. my, again, my sixth cousin, twice removed. <laughs> and getting into... I mean, fuck, I bought my dog's presents already. Three dogs. <laughs> they, like, have stockings. They're, like, yeah, they're not the even my dogs. I and I, like, brought presents over. I'm like, there's... So the pressure, dollars. especially the pressure on the woman, I think it's something It's like, I've kind of gotten to a point where I'm like, I'm going Jehovah's. <laughs> Ways to avoid Christmas become Jehovah's Jehovah's Witness. Witness. Wait, do you remember when Jehovah's Witness would always come to our house? Yes. We had a roommate that would always, he was always home and he would answer the door for them. And chat. Oh, he would chat for And he was so nice. So he would just like talk to them. And I swear to God, they started, they would come back at least once a week. Well, they loved it. He was chatty. He would just hide in his room and we would answer the door. We're like, he's not home right now. And then finally I had to like, I told them, I'm like, he doesn't respectfully, he does not 
he's not Jehovah's Witness. He does not give a shit. He's too nice. He's just nice. Fucking leave us alone. Come to our house one more time. I swear to God. And, you know, and they came back. Of course they did. Nothing against Jehovah's Witness. Like respect to the culture. Respect no, I just had to, to like throw that little. D- no, totally. Respect to the religion. They don't celebrate holidays. Why? Like, I don't know. So weird. I can't speak on it because I don't know. But like, would you actually rather? Hard no. Yeah. But like, just saying. I was yeah. like thinking about saying in the out- moment. I do remember talking to you. You're like, fuck it. I'm Jehovah's Witness. I'm here to say fuck Christmas. So we're like anti-Christmas, pro-Christmas. Usually I'm anti-Christmas. Mine's a little bit more cynical though. Mine's not about gifts. Mine's You're about- You're just like a family sadness. Mine's like, yeah. I'm an only child and Christmas was like the only thing that I had to look forward to as a kid because I didn't have any siblings. Like I never had anyone to like play with me. So I got to see like my few cousins here and there and like my family would come to town. They didn't live here. And then when my parents like split up, that ended so abruptly that it was honestly like kind of traumatizing. Like aggressive, it, yeah. it traumatized me for years and, and a years lot of and years. kids. I think a lot of kids go through that. Even yeah. into yeah, I'm sure. And even into like adulthood, the last couple Christmases were very sad for me. And then obviously like towards the end of, you know, my teenage years and the beginning of my adult life, I was in a very serious relationship. So like I had that person. And then when that ended, that adds a whole nother level to the fucking yeah. misery of the holidays, because then I'm going through heartbreak, all of these like special memories that I, or moments or, or like nights and, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving and like all of the, the things I was all alone again and not just alone, totally. but like alone with not a lot of family, not, not to say that my family doesn't like get together, but it's mainly just like, family friends which has turned out to be such a blessing but right. obviously when that's not what you want <laughs> well <laughs> death and loss are really accentuated during the holidays and yeah. i don't think it's something that's paid enough attention to like no, mental hard. illness skyrockets in the holidays yeah just the amount of pressure that people are under and, and the loneliness that people feel it's like imagine lonely. somebody who's lost everything yeah Everyone. Oh my God. And then all of a sudden you look around and everyone's, everybody, Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. I love you. And or let's talk about families that don't have money, money to put food on the table. Oh my God. Like I'm so fortunate because my mom really went all out for me as a kid. Like yeah. Santa went, you never struggled like that. And ham. neither did I. And I, I hear about like, or see or hear, and this probably makes me sound so fucking privileged. Like kids that like get one present, like each. If, I'll. if that, yeah. I know, I know, but I'm saying like the, like, I know that, but and they're excited about it. Cause they have no idea that. Well, I was saying like one, like to share or like, yeah, you know? Yeah. Well, my mom, one thing that she did do when I was a kid was she always made me go to the homeless shelters and make sandwiches. We would make a bunch of sandwiches and we'd go hand them out. And it's so sad. I've always been such a defender of homeless people. Like I've dated a few guys that are like, if they could just get a job, you know? And like, yeah, I'm sure you don't some know what of people them have could, gone through. But yeah. Some of them are like retired veterans that are like disabled and like their families are all gone. And like, you don't know. And I think going when my mom used to take me to do that, like I got to like hang out and like paint and make like decorate cookies with like the homeless kids. And I remember like, it was so hard. This is making me like kind of emotional. Like they, would just be they were just such normal kids and they're just like living on the street and like their parents cared so much about them but they're they just couldn't the circumstances they couldn't and i can't imagine nowadays with like inflation how much worse it's gotten the cost of living so cold go to the grocery store and don't spend a hundred dollars can i tell can i actually like just like on like a lighter note tell like a funny story about a homeless man one time okay so i used to work downtown um in in my city and there's a lot of homeless people and it gets really fucking cold out here okay so i feel bad for freezing all the time and i'm driving home one night and it's fucking pouring rain and i see this man asleep 
on under the rain, drenched, trying to sleep with like a plastic bag over his head. Clearly homeless, very like dirty and like has some of his belongings with him, like very clearly homeless. So I, I knew I had a towel in the back of my car from like a beach day earlier that year that was like still in there. It's like a musty old towel. It wasn't musty, but it definitely had a little bit of sand in it. It was just like back in the back of my car. And I was like, I don't have a blanket, but I do have this. And so I pull over and I pull this fucking towel out and I run it up to him. I'm like getting rained on. I'm like, I noticed that you're laying here and like, I just have to get, I don't fucking want your towel. He's like, bitch throws it back at me. I don't fucking want your towel. And it's like, for you, you're like, I'm just trying to do something nice. But he's like, but I mean, he was clearly like on something. Yeah. And, and, and I remember being like, are you sure? Like, I don't need it. I don't want it back. Like it was something to keep him warm, dry. Like a blanket is cold. You think he would have been like raining. At least wanted to like, yeah, it wasn't like a summer rain. It was like winter rain freezing. He's soaking wet. And, um, he was like, fuck you basically. He's like, bitch, buy me a hotel room. Get back to me. Well, but that's all I fucking had. So my goddamn bad. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, you don't know the mindset that people are in like that. And And then I felt bad after that because I'm like, oh my God, was that like rude? Rude. But I, I really was just genuinely trying to fucking be helpful. Totally. And I think that this is a really good example of how we can go full circle with the holiday season and try and do more things for people like who have less less. fortunate well my my company we're doing like a toy drive for kids like we're sponsoring a family which is really cool it's a great time to volunteer yeah but it's like there's so much pressure on everything else that like yeah it almost slips through the cracks and it's like i almost wish that could be maybe next year instead of getting each other gifts we could just invest our money and i'll be a jehovah's witness and (laughs) i won't be doing no but we were just talking to my mom like next year we'll do like a we'll pick like a name out of a hat but what if next year instead of doing that we just like put our money into to make it less overwhelming like like then less like like put our money into like buying less fortunate kids gifts or blankets or something you know and so if you're out there crying in your car in the walgreens parking lot (laughs) like screaming and there's an old man staring at you you're not alone like that's just part of it we hear you and and we see you i know i'm not alone because my sister was like screaming crying (laughs) she texts me she's like me and my sister are both looking at each other crying like that sounds so sad like so dramatic and so another part of another layer of the holiday stress is family parties right because like i know you know i mean i don't because i don't have any your fucking, family's estranged i don't have any family i don't have any parties. having an estranged family i shouldn't say estranged like well the only family holiday party that i go my to is he's my gonna mom's. watch us and be like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> the only holiday party i ever attend is my mother because she's the only like I, I, I spend a day with my dad too, but it's just me and my dad. So like, I don't have a lot, but like, I miss it. Honestly, like you're complaining about having to do right. so much. Like I miss it, but I miss when everyone was at the same place at one right. time. Totally. And I just felt like there was a lot of pressure around. <sighs> I just like was in this family group chat and I just could see everyone. Like someone said, there's 30, 30 kids coming. That's a lot. 30. Do you know any of them? Either? I'm like, did, do we have 30 <laughs> like, children in this family? Children like, we're just a family of rabbits now. <laughs> Like just reading excessively. Just like tadpoles, frogs. I'm out of town, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I was like, my aunt was like, shoot, I already finished all my shopping. Like I have to go buy 30 presents. Yeah. Like, sorry. (laughs) Then she's like, can you please send in this message? All of the kids names. I'm like, you don't even know their names That's crazy. or who they belong to. Yeah, and you're going to buy them a present. And here's the stress. But it's like for the kids, obviously, they don't understand that. Like they just, right. they see But their- like, I don't think, 
actually I think I was very privileged as a kid like I don't even there's family members that I don't even know anymore I haven't talked to in years because well for one thing when my family like parents split up I kind of just like I was like I don't want to put the effort in with these people that I don't know because I am like naturally very shy right and it was always a lot for me and then like when my mom wasn't coming or when my dad wasn't coming it just was like too much so I chose to just like kind of detach myself from that like yeah. aspect but I do remember that they would always give me me toys and like send me cards and stuff but um well it's like that's the things like it's a good time to retouch retouch but then they never really reconnect. checked on reconnect i got, I got with your you extended meant. family but, but then that's, that's i it. didn't hear from them any other it just never felt you know you know me like i'm very deep like i'm genuine yeah i like deep like meaningful What's connection the intention? yeah and i put a lot into my relationships and i think at an early age when i realized that like sometimes even if it's family that doesn't mean that they're going to be around forever like totally. i stopped like putting my energy into certain relationships and then obviously like i get i think i there's a little bit of blame on my shoulders even though i was like 10 years old like she's like a fucking infant like and it's my fault like was i supposed to keep in contact with these people not to say that they didn't like some of them did but once a year on my birthday you know what i mean like well and it's hard it's like I, i'm not a saint like i don't call like i call my grandma either. yeah but same. like it's really difficult to stay connected to people and you have to make an avid effort and then the holidays come around and it's like you piece of shit buy your auntie a crock pot <laughs> or, or you're going to hell <laughs> yeah and so that's where that level of stress came from because i just feel like as you know mid to late 20s it kind of becomes a new responsibility and this is kind of one of my first years really taking on like i think about being a mom and i'm like how rewarding but how dreadful yeah my mom does honestly such a fucking killer job at that think about our moms like she's the so shit. selfless like if you're listening to this right now like think about your mom and the shit she has done the shit she has gone through just to see you smile yeah like who knows if she was driving uber eats <laughs> so you could go <laughs> to spring break jesus christ <laughs> okay so earlier my mom goes we're just like talking about our spring break like you watched our first episode i think we kind of touched on spring break my mom just randomly goes, out of nowhere out of pocket goes i used to drive uber so that Allie could go on her spring breaks me and Allie just look at her we're like i'm like i'm sorry uber what which like that's so nice of her i had no idea she was doing that why was i mean i guess i was young at the time it's the shit you do for your kids though she like, always like came through i never really thought about like where the money was coming from that literally makes me sound like such a brat but well no it's like you're a kid it's not like you're involved in the finances yeah. of things and at that point i still was like what is it like 16 and 17, that's the thing is like if you're 18. not ready to do that for your kids yeah don't have kids yeah if you're not ready to throw the fuck down honestly i don't know if i'm ever gonna have kids please don't say that i need to be someone's auntie i don't know i'm just like not a kid person maybe when i meet someone one day i'll change my mind but like i was never around kids like i i see Only people child, that have yeah. kids and i'm like are you happy they're like it's like that meme or it's like <laughs> that, that, that real where she's like you want to live like this andrea like she's, <laughs> she's like, like crying yeah, sobbing <laughs> she's just like yeah well and i understand why you wouldn't ha want to have kids like in some aspects because having kids is you're giving up everything i just feel like some women were like born with the innate desire motherly clock in their ovaries and i think i'm really <laughs> i think i'm really like maternal in certain ways with when i have like dogs and like even with my friends i literally can't imagine 
being like that with a child. I don't find joy, and this is going to make me sound like fucking the devil. I don't find joy in children. I don't see babies and think, oh my God, so cute. Like, I feel like that should be something. And everyone's like, oh, it's different when it's your kid. But I'm like, who am I to raise a child? You know, like I yeah. have not been given the skills or the... Well, maybe this. you just don't have also, them yet. I feel like I'm a little selfish in that way where like I want to enjoy my life and I want to enjoy the money I make for myself and I want to get married and like just enjoy each other yeah like once you have kids like There's that's wrong with that's that, all though. you have to yeah. worry about you don't get to focus on each other you know you're really just like living to support another ch- being for the rest of your life <laughs> and I can see like how yeah. like later in life when they're adults like how my mom and I are now like that I would love to have that but like right she had to give up you know me and my I put that woman through hell and it's only right that I g- I'm gonna get that back well and that's the thing is like the first 18 years don't expect much which that's the, the but my I prime. think about the long run like when I think about when I'm like 50 or 60 like I can't imagine not having grandkids like a family around me because like by that time you're gonna be pretty much alone if you don't do it yeah and that stresses me the fuck out like I've never thought of it like that I actually like being alone though you don't no I can't stand it I I, that's the thing is like I can't imagine waking up in the morning and like having to deal with someone else wiping a diarrhea butt not like that makes (laughs) it 10 times worse but just in general like having to worry about someone else well, Which sounds so fucking selfish, but it's no. like, sometimes I can barely worry about myself, let alone like, I don't know. I, I, I just, I just don't know if it's for me. I don't think there should be any pressure around that either. Like, I feel like our generation has, one, started having kids a lot later. Like, yeah. it used to be 20, 21. Like, well, my mom had me when she was 31. Yeah. And that's late. That's but that's what, not even that far away from For now. that generation, right? That's what I'm saying though. It's like. I've made the conscious decision because I'm the, uh, the exact opposite of you. I hold a baby and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I wish I was like, I that. want it I've now. Been like that. But realistically, I am going to wait till I'm after 30 because I want to enjoy my 20s and yeah. I want to be financially established. I also see the perks of being like a young mom, you know, then you get to enjoy your 30s. Yeah. And you get to be around longer for your kids lives. Like yep. I see both sides and like it just I don't know there have been times where I've been like super in love and like maybe had like a bit of a scare and been like like, I'm gonna ride with it no but been like a little bit excited yeah of course so I think that's the maternal instinct yeah it's in you yeah and I think like I'm such a lover girl like I think how many times have I said that on this fucking podcast and I really do I'm just like I love love I think when you find the right and person, I hope so. Cause I would like to have a family. I just like right now, I, I don't have to have want you it to depend on. Like yeah. if you think about doing it by yourself, it is way too much. Yeah. If you think about doing it with any of the men that you've dated in the past, that <laughs> fucking chance. Oh my but if God. You think I think about, about the poor baby in that doing situation. it with a person who's going to show up for you yeah. financially, emotionally, physically, mentally show up for your kids, be a good role model. Yeah. Like, it well, ch- I definitely won't marry anyone unless I see that that quality in them. Like, imagine I've been yeah. Picture this. It's Christmas morning. You're 35, your kids are 5, 6, two of them. Johnny and Jack. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's like I would never name my kids Johnny and Jack. I do like the name Jack actually. Me too. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. And they run out and they're so excited. Mommy Santa came and they're just v- vi- vigor- vigorously <laughs> unwrapping their stockings see that doesn't not sound fun for oh, me she's like ew <laughs> gag i'm thinking like waking up on christmas morning with screaming children sounds 
I don't know because then okay here's the other side of it too like you don't just deal with your kids from that point on you're going to soccer practice you're going to school you're going to talent shows you get me jazzed up stop i'm so excited See, this to me all sounds like my personal fucking hell you go on vacation they're screaming on the plane you have to you can't just go have like a cocktail at the bar and like go lay out like you have to deal with like your kids who want to like fucking do things every five seconds like i mean who knows maybe my kids will be just the, the dopest children ever and they'll just like be a vibe and i'll just enjoy hanging out with them but i highly doubt that when you're a toddler you're a toddler can i tell you where my mindset really shifted and maybe this sounds shallow I hope it doesn't because it's honestly it's I'm a very independent I financially support myself you know Mm -hmm. just fine finding a man who I truly believe will be able to financially not only support but like bring a really happy and um, you know exciting life has made it so much more comfortable because I'm like I don't have to work when I have kids and I'm not going to have a nanny watching them. And I feel like we're going to be able to do the things that we want to do. Like yeah. eat the things that we want to eat. Like we're not going to struggle for me. I think having a partner like yours is that's a, that's a great thing. Obviously those things would all be great for me too. Like I think for me, what would be, and this is even more shallow is, is falling in love with someone and wanting to create like a piece of both of you, you know, because that's ultimately Creating what a little is. alley fucking clone i would well love not it. just an alley clone but like half me half the person that i love alley and beep clone like, yeah tbd clone alley and <laughs> to TBD be determined clone. but like that to me would be like the driving factor is wanting not like a clone but just like a little piece of both of us you know i feel like that would be it's like so the special. ultimate like love and, and to be quite honest like as i get older i start to feel like nothing else is ever gonna matter as much as family does and as much as like loving each other and being there for each other, showing up for each other and that's wrapping really, it back into that's Christmas. Really beautiful. That's why I feel so much pressure. Cause it's <laughs> yeah. like, I want to show up for people. Yeah. I want them to know, but you do in so many other ways, like totally. And it's just that mental pressure. It's like always pushing me do better, it. do better, do better. I think I'm, I'm still like pretty disconnected from like the family thing. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I've gotten been so much for years. You've changed so much with it. I have, I've got, because I think my relationships with my family have gotten better. I've grown up. I don't feel like I need them to be myself anymore. Mm -hmm. Whereas like when they wouldn't like support you and when, when when they weren't there, like it doesn't bother me as much now because I don't need them. Whereas in the past I was very like relying on that. So like when it would fail in my eyes or in my heart, like it was just so I'm so sensitive, you know, like those things are not, no, (laughs) Those could not be you really like uh, have affected me to the point where like almost i felt bro- like ooh, getting deep felt like a little broken in that way like i could not connect and even like i've heard this from i won't name names but a family member who was like i can't i don't even know how to talk to you and i'm like that's so sad because i don't know i think you spent a long time being very angry yeah at your situation like it was like a subconscious no of course it wasn't like you were like there was no victim mindset that was you know that you knew about might have been a little victim mindset but well it was it was a subconscious victim mindset like fuck my situation what i've been through has really hurt me and you didn't have a way as a child to express that yeah and as you grew up it, it you know it compounds yeah and so it turns into like a like a defense like defense like protecting myself from pain is like avoiding any type of like family which is so funny because I'm the opposite or I was for a while with like relationships 
And as you've gotten older and more mature and gone through more experiences, you know, you have started to not only appreciate, but like crave those good, deep relationships. Well, I always have. Yeah. I always have. But I am one to get swindled into something that like, like you could say all the right things and I, I may she have be swindled. believed you in the past. Everybody's been swindled at one point. I feel I like. I think it's because I just wanted it so much mm-hmm. that I would just like. You would have done anything believed for it. it. Yeah. Accepted anything. Yeah. Um, well, and it doesn't always, you know, relationships specifically, like romantically, don't always start out bad. Usually never. <laughs> Actually, they usually start out with... I love yous and you're amazing and how could I live without you and then all of a sudden it's just like yeah you know it's not always you know cake and frosting it's not always <laughs> being around the bush yeah yeah but I, I agree like I think this year like well I'll tell you one thing we're we're talking about speaking of ADD ADHD Christmas <laughs> con- contact to the one one topic to the next one thing I've noticed about my relationships and like what I've been interested in so Madison knows better than anyone. I usually date broke. If they're nothing else, they are fucking broke. I mean, that's like, Ali's got like a, a checklist of things and it's like broke. Number yeah, one. But it's not like I like searched for that, but I j- truly never really cared in the past because like I wasn't like rolling in the dough. So I, I always was like, who am I to judge you? But yeah. something that I've noticed recently that I've been attracted to that not like it was unattractive, like in the past, but it was definitely something that like I hear and all of a sudden you're 10 times more attractive is is someone that a has money but that's superficial but b like and most importantly so i guess a and most importantly someone with like ambition and goals and well, like a it career translates, right like you don't have money if you're not motivated and ambitious and driven yeah and because i'm now like more motivated unless and you're it, a trust and, fund baby but. <laughs> right and and that's not attractive to me it's so it so it, it really is just like the it's the, b. the drive yeah. and the goals and the well because what does that want? translate in to in a partner so much somebody who's gonna show the fuck show up, up. somebody who's you gonna can't show up for yourself somebody who's gonna fill your fucking stocking yeah yes if i ever wake great up great way to fucking yeah bring like if the i fucking... wake up on christmas morning and my stocking's empty i have done something wrong yeah i have made a decision it's not about the presents it's no. not about the no gifts. put a fucking card in my like like something literally put a little piece of that horny chocolate something that i those, like, like chocolates that and you, like, like break make... it in half and then like you go crazy well maybe like, not around the horny. kids but huh. see this is again back to like why are we having kids <laughs> said, well not when the kids are go there. to your bedroom mommy and daddy are and eating chocolate and i think a lot of your you know emotional maturity has come from your new job uh-huh and speaking i was of, like kind of forced into it it's like too bad but i'm gonna it. grow up and i needed it so it's been great and speaking of jobs are you guys having a work christmas party this year I so I've heard that in the past we have I don't know if we're doing one like a big party this year it's like again TBD to be determined and are you terrified to like destroy your work reputation at your Christmas party you know what's funny is like we do events and stuff where we all drink and I think I'm always the least concerned which maybe I should be the most concerned because I'm like the newest of the team I know she's like I don't give a but I'm like the least concerned always because I'm like it's a it's a chance to like loosen up enjoy yourselves have a little fun obviously i know i'm not going to take it too far like i definitely know yeah my well limits. you don't usually though that's the thing no, with you it's not like i haven't like, had a day like a moment like that sometimes for me i'm like years and years should and years i go because like if i go <laughs> my job might be well over. i have in the past there's one specifically that you came to a couple huh. years ago i show up to her work christmas party <laughs> granted this is like a, a long shop. time ago it was a very she long works time at ago. a coffee shop she's like i don't know eight, not a lick over 18 yeah not a lick. No, I, <laughs> that was very and specific she i show up to her christmas party like i was late for sure 
And I go in. I'm like, where's Allie? They're like, in the bathroom. Like, open the door. She's like, on the floor. I'll insert a picture if I can like, find one. Like I was dead, giggling and like bug, very, like legs but like, up, like I was, <laughs> I was very much like having a good time, just um, not in the mood for walking. Well, and you <laughs> felt very comfortable around those people. Yeah, they were all like just it as family as I was. was. They were yeah, all crazy. Yeah. Like, remember like one of your work friends? Like, we, they come out with us still every time we visit. She San for Diego. sure had her top off. Like, yeah, yep. So it was one of those parties. Her dad so, was like. Okay, so to answer your question, (laughs) her dad was there. (laughs) To answer your question, like, yes, but no, because I know that I can behave myself. And there's a reputation that has to be upheld. Yeah. And so that's the question is like, if you go to your work Christmas party, are you going to show up to work the next day, like, with dignity and pride? If I fucking do something crazy, I mean, I would have to. I would hope that they would just accept me so Don't you have a story you want to hear something wild okay tell the story so my boyfriend and i started dating a year ago it's been a year mm-hmm. our second date <laughs> oh no and why this man invited me on to his he work just thought you were some sweet little girl lo- from the no, gym he, they he, met at the gym he didn't know i was he knew i wasn't sweet he just loved me like right off the jump he invited me to his work christmas party now his work is eight people it's it's very tight knit like small local company and we don't know each other we've gone on one date literally one date he invites me to his work christmas party and um i'm kind of still in my slowly you know weaning off alcohol stage like still in my in my party girl era yeah like not completely off it so and i don't know him that well i'm like okay he's cute like Christmas party, free yeah, food. Yeah, like, do I care that much? Free food, whatever. So I get all cute, go to his Christmas party. It's bougie. It's a $4 million house. Ooh. It is nicer than fuck. Damn. I walk in, there's like eight, like I said, like, uh, I guess everyone had their significant other, so maybe 15 people. Mm-hmm. And like this Persian cat. And like, it's <laughs> so nice. And the cat's wearing a sweater. I literally had a Persian cat. The cat is cat. wearing a sweater. <laughs> and it's such a... Oh, like a like a cashmere. Cashmere Persian, yeah. Like in Louis Vuitton. It has like a Louis Vuitton bag <laughs> and they're making cocktails. They have a little wet bar in their house. Yeah. Beautiful house. And so I'm like, a Zazerac. Like, <laughs> what is make that? Me. Zazerac. <laughs> <laughs> it's a holiday cocktail. Okay. What make is me- <laughs> Zazerac. Zazerac. I would have been like, bitch. Make me the whiskey sour. Okay. Like, I don't have anyone to impress. Obviously, I'm not going to black out or anything, right. but I had more drinks than anyone i didn't do anything crazy but still to this day this year they're like so is uh <laughs> should we refill the bar oh, for madison no. no like i didn't expect to be getting married to him like dating him right. a year later right His, yeah you know was very tight very boss. Like, should we should we like go get extra booze for madison i'm oh, like that's nice of them to think of you. they're so nice <laughs> that's hella funny and so, also answer is yes <laughs> the answer is yes and so we're gonna read a little story here so this story came from one of our friends who was telling us this this fucking like it almost doesn't even sound like i'm like girl did this really happen she's like i swear to god i quit my job because of this so we told her we're like okay we'll read it anonymously if you'll allow us but you have to send it to us in like a story format and so this is a couple years ago the question (laughs) is would you show up to work after this would you continue to work in this office if this is your hostile work environment (laughs) i walk into the party and i'm late i can tell that everyone is clearly already intoxicated i'm sober i go to the bathroom to collect myself (laughs) because i can tell that everyone is shit-faced 
the first thing I see is one of my business associates pissing on the floor. Wait, you, you forgot can tell- a key detail. It's a woman. No, no, no. She, oh, yeah. She, no, she's <laughs> pissing on the floor. And you might be wondering how the fuck like we would love to know that like i just have this image in my head of like her with her legs up like (laughs) Like just spread eagle on the toilet you can tell she was trying to go to the toilet but was completely missing and urinating all over my ceo's marble floor (laughs) so So i turn around to use a different restroom i walk into one of the bedrooms in the hallway only to find my manager (laughs) hooking up with my coworker and my ceo's four-year-old's bed that's fucking classy it's it's a race car bed i'm seeing it now <laughs> is it a race car bed? I mean, oh i don't know she assuming? didn't specify oh my god like no well i mean what are you gonna fuck in the ceo's it's either a bunk bed or a race car bed <laughs> where was the four-year-old the Probably children not. were not home <laughs> Probably not there. <laughs> just the kids party. like in the corner like playing with this barbie doll <laughs> oh my god call the police they looked at me and froze but before they could explain themselves i slammed the door and went back to the party this poor girl just needed to go to the bathroom like i would have left after i saw some girl peeing on the floor just in the bathroom the floor. It's like, the like especially like at your ceo's like house because you don't if, if anyone's ever worked for a company that has a ceo like you don't usually well she's a manager and a ceo so it's oh like, she was a ceo too no 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 she's like her manager wasn't even the ceo like well, that's what i'm saying yeah like when you work for a company that has a ceo like i did it was a coffee shop we had a ceo that was the owner of all of the franchises we had like our individual owner or yeah, manager exactly like a franchise owner so yeah they looked at me and froze but before they could explain themselves i slammed the door and went back to the party okay. when i got to the kitchen everything seemed normal for a second i had a couple of cocktails myself good for you girl a, and was starting to enjoy like, myself i stepped up, outside for a cigarette Does she smokes like <laughs> up, you wouldn't <laughs> i would be i noticed smoking. the ceo and his wife arguing in the corner it turns out the girl that was hooking up with my coworker was my boss's mistress my boss had a volatile reaction uh, when he found out that they were hooking up in his four-year-old's bed <laughs> no and it triggered the wife into realizing that they were having an affair because like why else would he be mad about that was this confirmed 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 as far as it could be confirmed (laughs) i'm sorry i just i'm literally at a loss for words right now like what the fuck so to clarify the guy that she walked in having hooking up in the the race car bed was the girl the girl that was hooking up with the coworker was also hooking up with the CEO. The CEO was pissed. Oh, wait. She didn't tell me this full story. I remember the girl peeing on the floor. I didn't know that. The was- CEO was pissed that the girl was hooking up with another guy in his house. His wife's there. And found out. And the guy was pissed. And the wife's like, why, are you, why do you care? Okay, I'm sorry. I keep reading. I'm just like trying to process be shooketh <laughs> trying to process i walked inside and decided it was time to go fair enough <laughs> that what wow enough. took you goddamn long enough on the way out this is like the cherry on top <laughs> my co-worker's boyfriend proceeded to tell everyone that he was no longer a racist <laughs> i will not be returning to work <laughs> what what do you mean no longer a racist i like that just like that just sprinkled in at the end just like <laughs> i you know what my favorite part about this story is like the lack the the detail but then 
at the same time the lack of detail right like <laughs> i'm like like why is there someone peeing on the floor what happened to her what happened to the pee we want to know the backstories of all these people like, <laughs> where are the children home did the guy get fired is yeah. the girl why was he a racist right why did he feel the need to say this why is he no longer a racist i'm like <laughs> what I'm, changed his mind i'm certain there's people of color in the room that are just like <laughs> in the driveway or wherever the fuck this happened yeah um so what was the question you asked like would you return back to work well she said at the end of the story just finished with i would not be returning to work so. oh, okay so she quit i don't think it was that serious of a job for her um <laughs> not in reno well it doesn't sound like it was that that very serious it's not a local people were out there acting like I, you that. know it's funny because like if that all happened to me like i'd be <laughs> you'd show back I'd up be rooting people on like, <laughs> piss on the floor piss, piss on, on the floor, floor. <laughs> yeah um oh my god this just triggered a, a memory that i'm not gonna tell <laughs> which one i'm not gonna tell that story but that's funny should i tell the story it's not holiday related but people will know because like a lot of people we know were there was it yeah <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put that in and beep it out talking about all these things literally like it it makes me think of so many stories of my own life of things that I've experienced, but I guess you guys are just going to have to tune in. Stay tuned in because this is bad therapy. This is what we do. We talk about real relatable shit. Yeah. Relatable shit. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Relatable shit. <laughs> We're still working on how to work on the outro. <laughs> well, anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next Thursday. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas.